I know. Stretch those arms out, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We we're back. We've got another podcast for your listening ears. Oh man, it feels so good to be back here sitting in the podcast room with you, Ellie. Since the last time we talked on the podcast, we said goodbye to YouTube. And here we are now. How do you feel about all of that? Holy forking shirtballs. It's been officially a month that we have tried to like refocus on our goals, refocus on each other, on ourselves. And I would say the biggest thing is I can think a little more clear. Nice. And I've been able to see some amazing things with me and the kids. Right. I have a good month. Yeah, I have definitely seen some mental and physical improvements with you. And it makes me so happy to hear that, to see that, to say that. You know, like I, it's when you have the time with the kids, it's so great. And I was thinking about this. Wow, we've had all of this time away from YouTube. How has our time changed and changed? I don't feel like we have any time off whatsoever. I feel like our time is just different now. I told Jared the other day, it got a little overwhelming last week. And I said, it's not like I left YouTube and I'm laying around with my kids in the mornings watching cartoons. We're still working our butts off. Like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Our little tail feathers are wagging like crazy right now. Yeah. I mean, it's been an enjoyable month and it's more the mental space. So, you know, vlogging and I... I love vlogging. I love picking up the camera. There's been many times throughout the month that I'm like, oh, like, but it's just been mentally just being more in the moment has been really nice. Mm-hmm. And where am I getting at this? I just got distracted. I heard the kids outside the door. <laughs> and mentally, it's been more what for you? You've been thinking clearly. You've been. Well, I think when I was telling Jared the other day, I was like, it's not like I get to like, I lay quit this couch, just to yeah. lay around. We were so overwhelmed with Bali because we're getting ready for our spring lunch. And Jared, everyone (laughs) that owns Bali (laughs) takes their turn doing their workload. Right. And sometimes, like at the end of the year, Joel has a bigger workload because he does the financial part. So everyone's doing lots of different work. And right now is Jared's heavy load of work. Mm -hmm. Every day for hours and hours, he's doing photo editing, website website design. He's like, there is just so much detail that literally it takes hours. He did a, we're doing a a little launch party and Jared had the, he designed and made the template. You could buy the template. It was like $200. We didn't, we're really trying to use our own work and not... We, we're the cheapest labor we yeah. have for Bali. So as much as we can, we want to use our talent, our, our skill set instead of hiring people to do it for us. It takes time. But, you know, when when we want to save as much money as possible, I'll do it rather than paying someone to do it, where most of the time I end up doing it anyway. Yeah. You know, because we have paid for a lot of things that Jared has just ended up redoing. But mm-hmm. Jared did this flyer. It's so beautiful. And it literally took him eight hours to do. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while because I had <laughs> I had like four examples set up for the girls for them to look over and be like, oh yeah, this is the one we want to do. The four examples they hated. (laughs) So it's like, oh crap, I spent all this time doing that. And so they found something that they liked and they're like, okay, we want you to do something like this. And then I spent like the entire day making that one flyer. And then a few days later, maybe two days later, they came back and said, we need you to do it again, but different. And I was like, oh, okay. It just, there's a lot of, Mm -hmm. anyway, we won't get into the, to, that too much but i don't know it's It's been a good month overall is it weird to say that it's like i don't want you guys thinking that we've just been lazy like we've oh my gosh we've been working on so many fun things that i can't wait for you guys to see i think it's because we have this connection and that's that's what i did miss throughout the month absolutely i I told jared i very rarely check my dms on instagram and i've always been open with that to why we haven't done that but this month where I've been able to like sit and like be a little more I've been checking them and I've been responding and I've just enjoyed communicating with you guys I my heart has felt so full 
Last night, I don't think I ever had so much energy, and I was laughing so oh my hard. Gosh, it was like, so funny. Usually, when the kids are in bed, it's like good night, like we're finally. tired. Oh my gosh, we can finally just sit. I was laughing so hard, like we were just hyper, and it was just fun. I don't know if you guys have really seen Hyper Ellie. Maybe you have, like occasionally, but Hyper Ellie is few and far between. But when she comes out, oh my gosh, she is a mongoose. We were laughing. We just what? had a good night. Oh, a hyena. That's how your family would describe you. <laughs> Jumping in front of the mirror. Naked. Naked. You were a hyena. I was a hyena. Ellie was a hyena last night. So it that was, was fun. Yeah, we've been working on all of these wonderful things, specifically Bali. Comes out February 26th, the new spring line. Specifically, the children's the children's books that I've been doing, those will be out very soon. Ch- check out the pre-order because this is a limited time thing with our children's books. When you pre-order, you get both books at a discount and you will get audio versions of the books for the kids to read along with. Now, that's like if your parents, you know, you don't want to read to the kids. <laughs> It's really fun. For the <laughs> or if you want to just, yeah, exactly. So check out books.elliandjared.com to pre-order yours because once the pre-order period is over, I don't know if I'm either going to have that or if I'm going to make that its own separate purchase. So that's something I have to think about. But books.elliandjared.com and, and then some various other things. Now, a lot of you guys have been saying this time period that we've been having off of logging has been upsetting you. And it's been a pet peeve to wake up in the morning and not see a vlog from us. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Those pet peeves, that's exactly what we're talking about today. We want to take a minute and thank today's sponsor, which is Trust and Will. You know, we all make New Year's resolutions around our bodies, our lives, and finances, but now here's one that you can actually keep. With trustandwill.com, you can create a fully customizable legal will, trust, or guardianship in as little as 10 minutes right from the comfort of your home. They even have people available to instantly answer any questions you may have. Seriously, it's so easy. I made a trust for Ellie and I and the kids, and I was mind-boggled with how simple it was and how fast it was. So, guys, do it for yourself. Do it for your family. Do it for your loved ones. Guardianships start at $39, wills at $69, and trusts at $399, and they are available in all 50 states. And honestly, guys, when it comes to this kind of stuff, that is a small price to pay to make things easier for you, your family, and your loved ones. So visit trustandwill.com slash Ellie and Jared to automatically receive 10% off your purchase of a guardianship, will, or trust. That's trustandwill.com slash Ellie and Jared to automatically receive 10% off your purchase of a guardianship, will, or trust. We want to take a quick second and thank today's sponsor of our podcast, which is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's what we use right now. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other places. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We have some pet peeves. We have some things that are making us angry. Yes, that was my fist slamming on the desk because just a couple days ago, I was infuriated by something so tiny, so little, but it bothered me for a long period of time. Why is it that something that is so small can have such a big emotional impact on our lives? Pet peeves. Oh, I mean, it, it makes people angry. Oh, yes, it does. I'm angry just thinking about What's it. What's sad, though, is nobody knows each other's pet peeves, so right. people could be annoying the heck out of you, and mm-hmm. they just don't know it. <laughs> and I think that's that happens sometimes in marriage. It, it's oh, the tiniest 100%. nuanced things, and you're like, I have never experienced that with you, and we've been married for five years, four years. And I can't handle being around you right now. And you need to stop doing this right now. I didn't know you did that. <laughs> but... It, I think it's, gosh, it's Robin Williams, Matt Damon, Goodwill Hunting. The the thing, spoiler alert, I actually haven't even seen the whole movie, 
that's a movie we should watch together. I've only seen bits and pieces of it. I know it's like one of the greatest movies ever, but Robin William talks about his wife who has passed. And he says the things that he misses the Mm -hmm. most are those things. Mm -hmm. And so while they're nuanced and while they are pet peeves, they are identifying to that person. And when they're gone, those are the things that you think about and miss the most. So I'm going to miss you taking your toenails and flicking them with your other toe to hear that. The little. Oh, I yell at him. I'm like, stop it. Go clip your toenails. Oh, my gosh. So what I'll do is I'll take my left foot and my right foot and I'll click my toenails just like this. So annoying. I don't know why I do it. I don't either. It's just while I'm sitting there, I do it. Anyway, so what we want to do, we asked you guys on Instagram to list out your pet peeves. And surprisingly, you guys had so many similar pet peeves, but there were some that were like so specific that I was like, I've never thought about that in my entire life. So what we want to do first is we want to go over some of the pet peeves that we have, explain why we have them, and then go into some of the things that you guys talked about. What I want from you guys for some audience participation, please validate our feelings. (laughs) Please validate on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us at Jared Meekum, at Ellie Meekum, or um, using the hashtag Ellie and Jared podcast. We want to know if these pet peeves you can relate to. So, Ellie, if I may go first, can I please say some of the things that have been bothering me, specifically what I referenced earlier? Okay. I grew up in Washington State. Everyone drives the speed limit in Washington State, plus or minus two or three miles an hour, right? Yeah. Normal, right? I hope. Not not to me. Not here in Utah. No. No. People drive so fast and so ridiculous, but the speed does not bother me. It's the unnecessary driving that bothers me. Okay, here's an example. I'm in the fast lane because the two lanes to the right of me, there's three lanes total, are going slower than the fast lane. Now, I know the fast lane is technically a passing lane, but I'm passing lots of people. Now, there's a person behind me and three or four people in front of me. The person behind me is tailing my buttocks. He is riding my rims. He is chugging up the caboose. I don't know if any of those are sexual terms. I just kind of went for it, so I apologize if they are. He's riding my butt, and he's not doing anything else. He's not flashing his lights. He's not throwing his hands up in the air. He's not even mad. No. That's what makes you mad. Until. He's not even mad. So there's a car in front of me. And I'm get, I have like a normal amount of space. You're supposed to on the freeway. It's like two to three seconds of travel time in between cars. So it's like a healthy distance. It's not too close. It's not too far. You can obviously tell there's a couple car lengths in, in front of me. So I'm not tailing the person in front of me. Well, as soon as the guy gets around me into the second lane, he speeds up and flips me off so hard and then gets right in front of me. He to then co- tail the next car. Well, yeah, that was his goal, was to keep going faster because everyone in the fast lane is driving too slow for him where the next two lanes, you couldn't go anywhere else. You could, There was nothing you could do. So it's like, okay, I'm going to travel a little bit faster than these guys and then eventually. But flipping me off for something that I had no control of, I can't control how fast the person in front of me is going, that made me so mad that he had an angry reaction to me when I there was nothing I could do. Yep. Unnecessary tailing drives me crazy. So when people tail me when I'm in the slow lane, in the middle lane, that drives me crazy. It's like, okay, get in the fast lane then. I'm driving the speed limit. No, I'm actually driving five miles an hour faster than the speed limit. Get off my butt. Mm-hmm. And then they flip you off. Yep, it's sad. It is sad. And this is like, for me, in my experience, this is a Utah thing. It's a Utah thing. I always admire people in New York because... When things bother them, it bothers them for one second and they're like, they move on. They move on. I don't know who that was. I'll get over it. Or they don't, yeah, they don't linger. They just, they move around and they get, they, they need, they go where they need to go. Yeah. If they have to honk, that's fine. But the honk is just like a cautionary thing. It's not like, you know, they might say you're an idiot and then, oh, what happened? You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking about it too much, but People in Utah are terrible drivers. Okay, unnecessary tailing. That's just one. 
of the driving scenarios. Okay, here's number two. Four-way oh, stops. Oh, you're going to list all of yours. Yes. Oh, okay, I'm this listening. Is, this is very emotional to my core. You keep going. I'm listening. This is almost like a rant, and I need to be validated. So please, like I said. I'm listening. Four-way stops. No one in Utah knows how to handle a four-way stop. This is basic driving education. I feel like everyone in the freaking state of Utah needs to relearn how to drive. And roundabouts. I'll get there. I'll oh, get there. He's not oh, done. Baby, I am not done. Nay. Nay, I he say. Will be there. <laughs> so four-way stops. So I am I don't know if I can set this up the right way. Okay. There's two people who are across from each other. One person is going straight and I am turning left. That's important. I'm turning left. Who goes first if you arrive at the same time? There's only two stops. It's a four-way oh. stop, but there's no one else on the right or the left. We're facing each other. I'm turning left. They're coming straight. Who goes first? Whoever Miss, got there first. We got there at the same time. Oh. Miss Utah, who goes first? You don't know the answer! Well, I'm just in it. <laughs> okay. You both get there first, and so, I'm going left, and he's going straight. So The left goes first. No! Oh my, oh my gosh, this is... This is case in point. This is proof. Okay. Well, I have a diagram set up on the table. I have two water bottles that are I'm representing the other so stops and then two iPhones that are representing the cars. This is me right here. Got it. This is you right here. I have my left turning blinker on and we both arrive at the same time. I'm thinking of the stop by our house. This is the stop by our house. <laughs> if we Let both me just... stop and everyone always waves me on and that's when i get mad that's right okay, okay. guys don't judge me i misspoke because okay. i never do that the, so person the person that goes straight is has the right has of way. the right of way because yes. they're going first i'm sorry they're going straight. i know that so they always wave me on and it pisses you it just makes off. me so upset it makes me so upset it's and like, i don't no, go you go first and i purposely don't go because if we get in a wreck it's going to be my fault. Exactly. And, You're exactly and right. And I yell and I say, no, you go. And I sometimes, wait until they go. Sometimes what I'll do is I won't even look at them. I'll just like look down the road and pretend like they're not, I can't see them waving me on. So they will just go. And yeah. it, it's, I don't know if it's like, oh, I'm being polite. Politeness no, causes accidents. Being, yeah. I think they're just being polite. Okay. Let me rephrase that sometimes politeness causes accidents when you're not following the rules of the road and you're just trying to be polite no you go first that causes accidents yes so the person who's going straight should technically go first if both people arrive at the same time right yes now here's my question and i technically don't know the exact answer to this but i have what i would assume is the right answer now you know what assuming does uh, it makes an ass out of you and me so you're in on this too sister okay we we have a four-way stop. The the two people to the left and the right of us get there first. They go straight through. They stop. But before that, the person turning left gets there before the opposing person can get there first. So person turning left gets there first. Person going straight gets there second. And the people to their left and right... Go at, at the same time. They go, they're already there mm -hmm. waiting, and they go. Now, my assumption is... If you have to stop and wait for traffic to go through, it kind of resets the thing. So technically, yeah, I got there first. I'm turning left. But because I waited at a four-way stop, the person going straight should still go first. Really? That's what I think. No, it's a four-way stop. It's whoever gets there first. Right. But you have stopped and waited for the other traffic to go. Does, does that make sense? I think that might be the confusing part of the question. So... There's two cars that are stopped at the four-way stop, waiting um, to stop. And then I come up first a little bit, and then the next car after on the opposing me is going straight comes up. Then the cars left and right cross traffic. Who goes first then? Person turning left Whoever or the person Whoever got there first between those two. Okay, and that's kind of where I think it might be different. I think it resets once those cars go through and the person going straight still goes Has first. the right of way and the person turning straight. Yeah, I think that's the right way. I could be wrong. Please let me know. But for all intents and purposes, people wave people on in Utah way too often and that boggles my mind and drives me crazy. I think it's partially because they're being polite and partially because they don't know what the heck they're doing at a four-way stop. Yep. <sighs> Roundabouts. Oh my gosh, we're... 
20 minutes into this, nearly 20 okay. minutes into this podcast. What is the next pet peeve of ours? For, roundabouts. No, I'm I'm getting this, this off my chest. This is going to be a two-part podcast. No way. We're getting this done today. So, roundabout. There is a difference between stopping and yielding. Am I right? Yes. Grandma, you don't need to stop. When you're in the roundabout, do not stop to and let wave the- people on. Yes. Yes, thank you. We have a roundabout close by us. We have three roundabouts and close by us. And people will wave you. I don't like to flip people off. And they're in. I like to think that I, I don't. I, I only flip if, off in retaliation. If if I were, that would be the time. Really? Come on. You don't wave people on while you're in the roundabout. You You just go through. I'm happy to say that I've never been the first instigator in a bird flipping. I only flip people off if they flip me off for no reason. Like, there's no reason to be flipping me off. I'm going to flip you. (laughs) Like, no, you, sir, are incorrect. This bird is for you. (laughs) That's how I feel sometimes. So people who are in the roundabout and stop to let the the next person come in, that drives me crazy. When someone stops at the entrance of a roundabout and waits. Until it's clear. Well, not, not even that. Because like, you have to stop if the car, if you're going to wreck. Yeah, you if stop. you're going to wreck. But if there's enough time to go in, you don't have to fully, completely stop. Yes. Yield doesn't necessarily mean stop. Yes. Yield means allow the person to go. I oh, just drink water, gosh. sorry. Jeepers creepers. Ellie, do you want to talk about some of yours first while I calm down a little I bit? I think I have a very large pet peeve, and it is retail <sighs> assumptions. I used to work in a few different hair salons, and... You keep going. I'm going to pace for a second. Yeah, Jared has to get his heart medication out, which have we talked about that? Maybe a little. Is retail assumptions. When I worked in a salon, I was taught, and obviously we should all know this, but you don't judge a book by its cover. Right. I had a certain row of hair products that it was the salon's brand, and in our monthly meetings, it was you have to try and sell these hair products. You need to tell them why they need to buy it. You need to use these products on them. And a lot of times people won't bring up certain products because like, oh, this person won't buy it. Or, oh, I well, I know they're struggling. And I, you don't have to push the products. Just use them naturally. Ask them if they want to buy it. If they say no, they say no. You know, it's kind of how sales is. I have some stories about that with my work at Verizon, but you keep going. And, and I just really learned that you, you don't assume people's situation. And I have learned that too, because people have assumed mine and it has made me leave and not want to support the brand. (laughs) When I was getting married, I went to the Mac counter and I was getting some eyeshadows and some foundation and I was getting all set up with all the makeup I needed to get married and all fresh stuff, and I went without any makeup on. I had really red skin. It was winter. It was dry. You know, I had a little bit of acne. I, You guys have seen me have naturally dark under eyes, so I looked like not quite put together. Thank you, Jared. I always think you I wasn't quite put together, and the lady was like, oh, well, um, like, cause she was, she was putting eyeshadows on me and she's like, well, I have three here. How many do you usually wear? And I was like three or four. And she was like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, the cream shade, then the brown shade in the crease and the darker in the outer corner and then the shimmer in the inner corner. Like, yeah, I always use three or four shadows. You just blew my mind. And it's like, she was so shocked that like, I knew how to do makeup and then You know, I was getting the rest of my stuff. I ended up buying like six products. So, you know, that adds up when you're at Mac and I bought it and I left just feeling weird. I was like, she thinks I'm an idiot. She, even if I was, she wasn't very nice to teach me then. Like, or uneducated. I don't want to use the word idiot. You know what I mean? Um, And I just, I felt weird. And then that's happened when I've gone into, if, if I go into Nordstrom or any store for that matter, but mostly Nordstrom because it maybe is a little nicer. I, If I am dressed up, my makeup's on, I look like I got my crap together, they treat me differently than when I walk in and I'm not put together. They do. No, absolutely. 
they can say it's they don't. It's totally a problem. They can say they don't, but I've experienced it and they do. Yeah. And they are very nice. Like I remember having a conversation with one of the ladies. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love them. They aren't kind, but like people do treat you differently and, and it, it bothers me. I remember a few times like this has happened with you and your mom together in the same time and you individually. It's like you'll come in and you'll be asking for something specifically and they'll say something like, you know, this might be more your style. <gasps> this has happened in front of Jared. Yeah. And it, it's it's not the kindest thing to do. But it's cuz they're is it cuz they're pushing other product on me or they're thinking of a price tag? I think It's been both. Well, I feel like it's more of a price tag than it is anything else. And, you know, it's like, well, you know, I came in asking for this specifically. I appreciate that you are thinking of alternative options. But this is the this is the thing that I came in looking for. So that might be a commission-based thing. I don't know. And I'll yeah. talk more about that with my retail experience too. But what were you going to say? Oh, definitely. So, I mean, like those kinds of, those things are really hard. And they are big pet peeves because it's like, don't, you know, wait till, let me make that decision. Don't make it for me. You know, don't make that retail assumption for me. And by all means, retailers, we've been them before. Yeah, we know that if people ask, yes, help them, guide them, tell me about the sales. I want to hear it. But it's when it, I'm what I'm saying is when it's specifically pushed and specifically you're being ignored or specifically assuming. That's like, what I don't like. Like as the the person saying, I don't think you can afford this, so you should get this instead. Yeah. That's not nice. That's no. not good. And that's happened a few times, a bunch of times, actually, especially while we were in college. So, okay, I'm gonna, you have I, an example. I'm going to say this really um, quick because it's really not my story. My sister Ruby was getting ready to get married. She had saved her money. I think she had like $1,300. She was going into a store and she was going to buy all China set, this China wear, this whole dishes, cups, silverware. Like she had all the money saved. It was this really nice set. And my mom and her went into town. They had lunch. They went in. Let's say it's JCPenney's. I, I'm not quite remember. It was, it was probably Dillard's ZCMI. <laughs> and the like the typical Utah. And Ruby still has this set. And my mom said that Ruby had her cash. She knew exactly what dishes she was buying. The lady had made them feel so little, so dumb. That my mom was like, never mind, let's go. They turned around, they left, they went somewhere else that had like the same kitchen stuff and they spent their $1,200 at the other store. Right. She had cash in hand, ready to buy it. Like it, it boggled their mind, but it's because Ruby was this, you know, half teenager, you have mm-hmm. no money, whatever. But it's like, no, like she knew what she wanted. Like don't treat her differently. Right. So when I worked at Verizon, there was definitely things that they wanted us to push. Like it was a commission based, partially commissioned. You got hourly, but you'd get commission. And there were bonuses on certain things if you hit a certain amount of certain items. So we were often, you know, pushed to push those items. And I had a hard time with that because when I first started working there, they were all about, you know, pushing those items, pushing those items. And that's how you made sales. That's how you made money. Me personally, I was like, no, I want to fit the needs of the customer before I fit the needs of the company. And Jared was so good this way. And I studied, this is another pet peeve that I'll get into, but I studied the phones. I studied all of the services. I knew my crap backwards and forwards. And I was able to get exactly what the customer needed as much as I could. Now, that being said, I would get punished partially, more just like a talking to, if I didn't push some items during conversations. And that, that was hard for me. Because sometimes those conversations don't fit. Right. And so on the flip side of the coin that we were just talking about, I could see the bill of the person. I could see how far past due they were. And so when they said, I need you to push this tablet on that person don't want to make them spend exactly they're they're, you know three months past due on this thing they wouldn't be able to buy it from verizon even if they wanted to because of their past due status 
And they're like, oh, well, you still need to make that a part of the conversation. And so that like that made it awkward sometimes. Now, also, speaking of the flip side of the coin, you would have people walk in and they're they'd pull up in their Jaguars cars, their BMW cars in their nice suit. And they would have a pass due balance on their account. And then you get someone who'd walk in with their jeans and T-shirt on the 23rd, uh, this is a true story, on the 23rd of December, and they would buy every single, like, electronic accessory, like all of the cool toys, and you would never expect that. So the person who looked the part didn't have any money, and the person who you would never expect would buy everything in the store. So it's like, yeah, you never want to judge a book by a cover. That's why it's so important to understand the customer before you push the items. Now, do you think it would be best for you to not assume? Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. You don't want to make assumptions. Because, well, if they had a past due, that's not up to you to decide though. Exactly. Either. Exactly. Like and there that's, may be a situation or a story that you don't know and you mm-hmm. still talk about the tablet, but it's harder for you. It's harder for me to want that. to do that. Yeah. Now, that's why it's important to understand the needs of the customer before you make those assumptions or make any assumptions at all because they might be coming in and paying off someone else's balance. And, you know, those kinds of things happen all the time. But the point of the matter is addressing the needs of the customer before you address the needs of the company. And you'll eventually make more that way than you would anything else. Because if your customer's happy, then you get more customers because it's word of mouth. And that's how I Do you know how many times I, six years, that's how many times, six years I did not cheat on my skincare. I went to the same lady and I bought skincare from her religiously. At the, um, the Orem Town Center. In Nordstrom. Nordstrom. She, and it was because of her. And it was Shazada, right? She was so kind to me. I remember she knew me in and out. And the first time she, she did the spill, she showed me all the products and I only bought what I could afford at the time. And then over the years, I would slowly buy more and more of what I wanted, what I didn't need. Even after we moved, she would ship it to you. You would call her and she would ship it to you. That's loyalty right there. I, because she addressed the needs of you. She, she was the only person that would look at me and look at my skin and say, this is why you have, you're breaking out. These are the products you need to use. And hindsight, it's not necessarily the Shiseido products. Yes, I loved it. I think there are a lot, there's a lot of fragrance in them. Actually, I think they can be pretty irritating, but I didn't really realize that at the time. But at the time I was just this college half teenager. (laughs) Got married you really keep young. Using that word because we got married really young. Um, eighteen. That I just needed a system. I needed not just a cleanser and a moisturizer. I needed a cleanser and a serum, and you know, an acne product and all this other stuff. You know, I just needed a system, and so it really helped me. But it's because of her, and people came back to Verizon because it was you, right? Yeah, I had a lot of repeat customers because I made them feel good about what they did. It was functional and it was enjoyable. So to sum up that pet peeve, don't judge a book by its cover and learn what the customer needs and wants. Totally. You know, what else do you have on your list, Ellie? Um, We we wrote down a list of our pet peeves and I think it's kind of been therapeutic. I have when people don't pick up on social cues and I, I have a hard time with that. Like if I'm tired, I'm in a conversation and I'm like, hey, goodbye, I'm going to go. And then they keep talking and I'm like, hello, I just said I'm tired. And I'm not talking about strangers. Right. <laughs> I'm just talking about like people in general that I know, not people that have any like disabilities or anything. I was going to say, this is under the assumption that there is yes. nothing that's preventing them from picking up on social yes. cues. I think that's what bothers me. Yeah, I think it's always hard to have that keep going when you're laying it on pretty thick Mm -hmm. and that happens quite a bit understandably you know it doesn't bother me as much as it does bother you I feel like when it comes to time time is like one of your most precious commodities yeah and when someone is intrusive on your time yeah, yeah that 
because I didn't list that in my pet peeves, but that was like one of your very first ones. Mm -hmm. And so because I know that is one of your pet peeves, I try to help facilitate that closure as much as I can. Sometimes I'm the reason though. I like to keep the conversation going, but I'm also pretty good at picking up social cues. Yeah. Ellie and I, since the, since we started dating, we have a little system when it's like, okay, I'm done with this conversation. The other person kind of knows based on what is something we, we do. And, and then we, we find a way to end that conversation. Yeah. We're really good at that. We're a good team. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love, I love being a team with you. Okay. What else do you have? I think slamming doors is a big pet peeve of mine. Uh-huh. Uh, I have taught my kids from a young age to not slam doors. Doors don't need to be slammed unless you're making a statement. (laughs) They don't need to (laughs) slam them. And they don't. My kids are really good to just close the door. You don't need to slam it. Close Mm -hmm. it. I have been guilty of slamming doors, not because of my anger, but because the wind pressure in the inside and the outside, like our back door to let Penny in Oh yeah, that's annoying sometimes. It sometimes will just slam the door and Ellie, like from the I'm downstairs, like, she's like, she's like, stop slamming the door. <laughs> the curtains are vibrating. The <laughs> the, the china's falling yeah. down from the cabinet. Yeah, I don't like slamming doors, but. Okay. Now here's, here's another one of mine that I feel like a lot of people can relate to. Slow internet is the most frustrating thing in the entire world. There's no need for us in 2020 to have slow internet. Exactly. Exactly. Come on. I would rather have no internet than slow internet. The hope of having functional internet makes it so painful when it doesn't work. It's like, okay, I know you're there, but are you really there? It's so hard for me because our 90% of our work is internet based. And so when the internet doesn't work, everything else falls behind. And so it's like, I'm spending so much time trying to make this slow internet function. Then it's like, I, you know, if it wasn't working it's at like all, I could be, time and yeah, then that's money. And exactly. Then and if it wasn't working, I could be playing with the kids right now. Yeah. So slow internet is the worst. Now we have one gigabit up 30 megabit per second down. No, no, no. Sorry. Flip that. Rewind it. One gigabit down 30 megabit up. For, you know, that's really fast internet. So when our internet like buffers, when something stops uploading, I lose it. I'm not an angry person. I don't get angry with the internet. I roar on the inside and I cannot take it. I get so upset. And that's when I slam doors. Yep. And that makes Ellie upset. And it's a terrible, vicious cycle. (sighs) Blame the internet. And, And continuing on that tech that for all intents and purposes should be working. That doesn't work drives me crazy. I'm looking at the printer right now and there's a yellow flash on it. Oh, we hate printers. There's a yellow flash that says I'm jammed. We hate printers. And guess what? I have taken that printer apart four times and there's not a shred of paper in that printer, but it will not print for me. I spent $500 on that printer. (laughs) We are, we don't like printers. We've been using them a lot lately, it seems. I have a pet peeve, and I noticed this when I was like seven years old, guys. I remember sitting at church, and I would always wonder, how come the moms never do the boys' hair? <gasps> yes, you've said this. But, but I was seven, so I would I would notice how cute my friend's hair was, you know, they had bows in it and the curls. And then the boys next to them, their brothers had like gross hair. They looked gross. I remember being a little girl thinking, I don't ever want a boy because they're gross. (laughs) Because as a little girl, all I saw was like the crusty, you know, Kool-Aid on their lips and their hair that was messy. And it's really hard for me saying this because I don't ever, I don't want to come across that I'm like being like. You don't want people to think you're judging their kids. Yeah, because I don't, I don't care about that now. Like I'm an adult, but what I, what I care about is when they take care of one child, but not the other. That's what I care about. My kids have dirty faces sometimes and dirty hair and I don't care, but it's, I wouldn't, 
if I had a girl today, I wouldn't just do her hair and not do the boys. And not do the kids, yeah. So that's what that's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, I can definitely see that when you're going all out on a girl because you know she's a girl, yeah, and whatever. And you just let the boy have messy hair, and and you know, in their defense, maybe they did do that, and the kid just messed it up, and you're like, "Hmm." no, I'm, 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 I know I'm always trying to be like, oh, sensitive, sensitive, but like, no, really, like when people don't do it, it. yeah, 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 I can totally see that because I know how much and how often you're like okay boys we need to do your hair we need to floss your teeth we need to get the crusties out of the corners of your lips we need to clean under your fingernails just for the sake of like hygiene and cleanliness and you know looking good at church and you know that kind of stuff like yeah i can totally see that but my focus is not the dirty like that's what i want to say like and i don't it's the it's when you deliberately don't take care of the your boys but you do your girls yeah i can see that for sure how do you boggles my mind sometimes how do you feel about people who stand too close to you in line i don't think that bothers me when i can feel the breath your breath on my neck i think you might be standing a little too close yeah it's like get get outside my bubble and i'm like a very touchy-feely person i like to hug but if we're standing in the grocery cart line or the movie theater line, you're like back up. I'm like, um, I'm I'm right here. Yeah. Let me have a little bit of space, please. Mm-hmm. And if I can feel your body touching my body, oh, please don't do that because I can't go forward. It's the car situation. Yeah. They're tailgating me. You don't. I like- can't go anywhere. There's someone in front of me, and I'm giving them in a proper amount of space, but you're riding my butt. Literally my butt! Yeah, you don't like to be ridden. No. That was not very nice. Okay, <laughs> what what else is on our list? Oh, people who comment on my items in the grocery store. <gasps> oh, okay. that, that, you go ahead, please. Your eyes are fierce right now. Well, I just remember the day I went into delivery with Calvin at Walmart. I remember checking out literally holding my nine month belly having a contraction thinking stop talking to me like it just kept lingering about the products i was buying i'm literally don't about comment. to have a baby don't comment i i love talking at the grocery store i can talk to you we can talk about anything but don't pick up the tampon box don't pick up the milk don't say you like eggs, huh? Because I have four packs of eggs. Like, don't don't comment about what I'm buying. I've had people, so I've you know gone to the grocery store and I've picked up tampons, I've picked up condoms, and, you know I've picked up things like that. And the the person at the register will say, "You're gonna have some fun tonight." No, ah! no one said that. Yes. No. Yep. Shut up! You're no, lying. I am. Why would I lie about this? No, it's you've not told me that. Well, because it's like annoying. So then that's one example. Did it happen at Walmart? Yes. Of course course it happened at Walmart. Jared, that's crazy. We love our local grocery store. Yeah. We love that. But that happens there too. People comment, I don't like it. It's, It's like when you buy more than three of one thing. Sometimes... Uh, I have tried to stop drinking soda and energy drinks, but there was a time where I was like, oh, I'm editing till two in the morning. I need, I pull a Jared. So I need energy drinks to keep myself awake so I can get this vlog up. This is back in the day. And I would, I have like, you know, five energy drinks. So bad. In the shot. Yeah. It's so bad for me. I don't want to do it, but I did. And they'd be like, oh, someone loves their energy drinks. And I was like, oh, no, this is for a party that I'm having. (laughs) Like, I lied about my energy drinks. Yeah. And then, you know, just (sighs) things like that. It's like, oh, don't comment on the things that I'm buying. Especially if it's, like, sensitive stuff, like pregnancy tests, ovulation tests, tampons, condoms. I was buying a bunch of, like, green stuff one time. And someone's like, oh, you're on a healthy kick. I literally, my jaw dropped. I was like, I'm just trying not to feel like shit, you know, <laughs> just trying to be a happy person eating healthy food. I get trying to have a conversation because as a grocery store person, it's, uh, you know, someone who's checking your stuff out, it probably becomes monotonous and you're looking for any sort of conversation to have. But I've, you know, 
I always there's try to take the other side. There's too. 100 positive stories we have to oh, say yeah, about yeah, yeah, the yeah. grocery store. Absolutely. This podcast is a more of a negative one. This is a pet peeve yeah, podcast. Yeah, we're annoyed. I, and Get I, in the annoyed stage, Jerry. I always want to defend the other person, too. And that's just kind of like how I am as I a know. person. But I feel like maybe it's safer to not have a conversation based on the items you purchase, but maybe like, like you said, oh, how's your day going today? You have, you know, what are your plans yeah. for the weekend? But maybe they see the condoms and they're like, oh, what are your plans for the weekend? And they don't mean anything by it. <laughs> and it's just literally, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking okay. too much about it. What else is on our list? <sighs> okay. Um, talking during movies. Ellie, this is a bone I have to pick with you. And I pick it with you every time we go to see a movie. He even said it last night in bed. And I said, don't be annoyed with me. Ellie talks during movies. There, I said it. She is a movie talker. She is a question asker. I just want to know his opinion. Like, I was like, oh, Jared, what? why did he do that? And he's like, I don't know, Ellie. We got to watch the it. movie to find out. I don't like anticipation. And so I just say, Jared, what Like, what do you think, though? Like, I just want to know your opinion. Let's talk about it after the movie. That's then what I'll I'm, know. Great. The movie answered the question for you, though. That's the whole point in going to see a movie is so the movie tells you the story, not your husband who's sitting next to you, who's also getting the same information that you are getting it. I just really like to talk to you. <laughs> Ellie also does Instagram story. I'm just kidding. She doesn't do that in the movie theater. But I think people in general who talk during movies, who have their phone out during movies, I don't that, do that. No, you don't pull your phone out during movies, but you will ask me questions. Yeah. That is so rude. Rude and insensitive because you're actually you're paying money to go have this quiet experience. Yeah. Now, that being said, I do love when the crowd gets in on something. Oh, when, so fun. Oh, I can't spoil like anything. Any of the uh, Avengers movies. Yeah. Like when, when they're cheering laugh. and laughing, like I'm all about that because it's a collective experience. It's not one person ruining yeah. everyone's experience. When people clap at the end. Oh, like, yeah. I love that because it's a shared experience. Yeah. Oh, I won't I, change. I know. I'm sorry. I can't. Yes, I you can. No. But here's the thing, Ellie. I can't change you, but you can change you. I don't think I can. I don't think I can because I enjoy watching shows and talking to you so much oh. when i die you're gonna miss me talking in the movies yeah that's exactly what's gonna happen i'm gonna be enjoying this movie and looking over in my side and i don't have ellie there and i'll be like oh Finally. i really wished that someone in would interrupt this enjoyable movie that i'm having yes that's exactly what i would be thinking <laughs> No, I'll be thinking, oh, I can finally watch a movie in peace. Do you want to know something? What? We rarely will ever watch a movie by ourselves. Like we'll, <gasps> but there's been a couple times where you have gone to a movie by yourself and we I've gone to a movie by myself. Our words. We would never say that we would do that. We've eaten our words. Yeah. It's nice to go see a movie by yourself occasionally. We are rude and hypocrites and judgmental people we all are you know it mm -hmm. one time jared and i judged because people like to go to movies separately and then guess what a year later J we were all busy and i was like just go to a movie he's like that's weird i'm like no it's not go to a movie he loves going to the it once in a so while enjoyable. he went and it was amazing sometimes i'll go to the movie with my brother matt or joel and that's nice too because they know not to talk during the movie sorry <laughs> I think that's the list that Ellie and I have written out for ourselves. Now, one thing we did is we went onto Instagram and we asked you what, oh, actually, I take it back. There's a couple of things. Cleaning pet peeves. You have written down socks on the floor oh, and Jared, scratching just... your sink when you're doing the dishes. Can you okay, quickly explain that? I'll quickly that? explain it. Jared leaves his socks on the ground every day. No. No, you bull crap. Not every day. You can't say every single day. Six days out of the week. That's better. That's not every day. <laughs> I wake up and his socks are on the side of the bed. Every night he takes his socks off and he puts it on the floor. My feet get cold in the house, but they get hot when I'm That's in bed. That's why when you're in the bathroom and you brush your teeth, you go to the bathroom, take your socks off, put them in the hamper and go crawl in bed. But they're cold on the way to the bed. Okay. I pick up socks so much. Do you know what I did last night? What? I took off my socks, balled them up, 
and I threw them into the bathroom. And now I thought they were clean because they were folded <laughs> together. I saw them on the floor. I think you missed it. It's a slight improvement, wouldn't you say? Okay. It's getting heated. <laughs> okay. Now That's the a pet peeve. Yeah. And then I'm going to hurry and say this. When people scratch a kitchen sink, I'm doing a video with my mom this month. I'm going to go and we're going to do a cleaning video. It boggles my mind when people scratch at their sink. Lay a washcloth down. Lay the pan on it so you're not scratching your sink. Your that kitchen is, sink. You can clean your I, kitchen sink, but it will last longer and look nicer if you don't scratch it up with your pots and pans. That is something that I never thought of while I was growing up. No one ever told me, oh, don't scratch the kitchen sink because that's where you do the dishes. But, but you I still see just want to be yeah. a little careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that we have our own house, it is something that I actively think about. Because I see those scratches when other people do it. It's like, oh, yeah, that doesn't look as good. I'll put a, you know, a washcloth yeah. down. And, yes, you can clean it and buff it out. But if you do that so many times and the scratches are so deep, your kitchen sink will be dull. Right. You know, there's a reason why, you know, my mom has a 25-year-old sink that looks great. <laughs> so this is the list of pet peeves. We went on to Instagram and asked you what your pet peeves were. Now, I got thousands of responses, and I um, added them all up, and this is what had the most and responses. Love we loved that there was the same pet peeve for a lot of things. Yes, absolutely. But there were some that were very specific that I wanted to include, too. Okay. <clears throat> People who chew loudly or with their mouth open. We learned that real quick when we were vlogging. Yes. I stopped chewing gum for years. Uh-huh. Ellie will chew chips with her mouth open, and that drives me crazy. Sorry. Slow walkers. People who oh. are on the sidewalk and are not moving at the same pace as you. I am not a slow walker. Ellie, so I have a hip problem and Ellie walks fast and that is a problem for me. <laughs> yeah, sometimes he tells me to slow down. This was something that I thought was interesting. People who leave the remaining time on the microwave and don't clear it out. <gasps> That's an amazing pet peeve. That is something that had so many responses <gasps> to. I, and I was just like, oh. And I don't think it's a problem for us because I think what they want is they're like, I want to see the time. Yeah, but ours never oh, we, shows the time. Well, ours doesn't show the time and our oven does right below it. So oh, it's like so we've never cared. negligible. But so many people had that. Wow. Next, people who are late. Yep. Yeah, I know there are people in our lives that we will guarantee family, the are, Griffiths family. That we will guarantee they are late. So we will make adjustments in our messages so yep. they will show up on time. Yep. I will not lie. I told my mom for our Bali photo shoot that it started at 1045 so she could be there by 11 and on time, which because the shoot actually started at 11. Guess what time she showed up? 1055. Perfect. She's right on time, which is just a little bit early. But 1045 was not the exact call time. So teeth grinding, especially when sleeping. Calvin grinds his teeth a little bit. A lot. And I feel really bad. We need to do something about that. We don't grind our teeth in sleep. At least I don't think, you You don't. Do I? No. Okay. Leaving an empty or almost empty toilet paper roll. That's my card. Yeah, I've told Jared. I'm like, Jared, replace the toilet paper. And you and what I, I've been really good at that lately. What I do is I'll replace the toilet paper and I'll put another one on top of the toilet seat. Which that drives me crazy because... It doesn't need to be out. It's in the drawer for a reason to not be dusty and dirty. Well, in our bathroom, it's so far away. So what if it rolls out? It's like, okay, I'm 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 cre I'm solving one issue and creating another one. I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Jeepers creepers. <laughs> um, not putting the toilet seat down or leaving toothpaste on the counter. Yeah. I did that a ton, but I'm really good at that now. Yeah, I, I think you guys are good at putting the seat down. No, I mean the toilet I always put the seat down. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the toothpaste. Is the toothpaste still a problem? No, no, it's not I've, at all. I've worked really hard on that. Not using blinkers on cars. That's my problem. That is 100% your problem. You are a Utah driver I'm through and through. It, I was trained that way. I, it's not my who? fault. By it who? It stems from my dad. Get mad at him. Okay, can we talk about your dad and driving? Oh. This is going to be a long podcast, but I don't care. I'm I'm here for it. Okay, I'm here. Your, your dad, you grew up thinking he was the greatest driver in the world. He is the worst driver in the world. 
And I'm not even afraid to say I that on this podcast. He is going to be so sad if he hears. This. He drives with two feet. He's the worst driver in the world. His <laughs> brake is on the left foot, or his left foot is on he the brake, scares me and sometimes. his right foot is on driving. the gas. Yeah. So when he hits the brake, he doesn't have the same muscle control in his left he foot. He thinks as he, he does. does. Yeah. But when you brake, oh, oh, no, it's really bad. You guys never use your blinkers. You said you were taught, but who taught you? I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's just a people Utah who, thing. We're bad people. Yeah. People who don't use their blinker. Like it drives me absolutely insane. Okay. People who don't put things back in the grocery store, like items and shopping carts. Yeah, I could see that. Who does that in, in between us? I think we're both pretty good at putting things back. I certainly hope we are. I would say Jared's probably better. I've, I really try and put carts back. Like I know that's not a nice thing to do to leave your carts out. I If I can't put it back where it was, I'll give it to the cash register person. Because mm-hmm. they'll they'll say, oh, is there anything that you don't want? And I'll give that to them. Yeah. Rather oh, than yeah, just yeah, leave yeah, yeah. it in the middle of oh, the Oh, yeah. Store. I'll just say, oh, I don't want this. Just, yeah, yeah, totally. Because I would rather do that than... Leave, a leave it somewhere random to get ruined, yeah. or in the best case scenario, put it back exactly where it does. Totally. Cracking knuckles. That I just bugs tried. people? Yeah. Oh, Jared, don't do that. If it bugs people, I crack my neck. <gasps> Should I try and pop oh, try my Try it neck? right now. Ellie's been so good at this lately. I pop it every day, multiple times. Okay, let's be quiet. You had one good one. Yeah. But last night was amazing. Yeah. When people come to the checkout counter and they're on their phone. I feel like that's pretty I could rude. be better. I could be better. There's and been I feel a few like times rude. I've been on my phone. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. I could totally be better. Mm-hmm. What if you're trying to avoid having a conversation about the items in your car? Sometimes I've done that though. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I'm going to just pretend to be on my phone. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> I can see how that's very rude, Bad. but I can also see how someone might just be not in a good day and they don't want to talk. They don't want to break yeah. down in Christ. They're just in their phone. Yeah. I can see that too. Anyway. Um, bad personal hygiene. That's hard because, you know, everyone, it's sometimes not their, the people's fault. Like I, like going back to the little boys not being ready and stuff. It's like, if a little boy doesn't want to do his hair, whatever, but it's like when you, they need to be at least taught how to clean, be clean. If they're not taught, that's a difference. And so sometimes that sucks. It doesn't fall on them. Yeah. Leaving dishes unrinsed in the sink. Totally. Yeah. I can see how that would bother you because I do it sometimes. I had a DM yesterday and they're like, how do you keep your house clean with toddlers? And it was interesting because they had commented on a picture of my upstairs and it was clean, but my basement was a disaster. Well, the kids have been playing. Yeah. I naturally keep like my upstairs picked up because that's like where I'm like living. Mm -hmm. Like if we, if we eat, we do the dishes right away. Yeah. So that's like my biggest tip is like pick up as you go. Yeah. Um, and then downstairs, we definitely pick up, but we just don't do it as much because that is, that's like where the kids play. play area and, you know, that sort of thing. People who honk for no reason. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. I mean, that might be more in a congested area like uh, Dallas, Chicago, New York. People who stop in the middle of the sidewalk. So this is not <laughs> your worst combination. Someone who's a slow walker and they stop in the middle of the sidewalk. But why are they stopping? Probably because they're looking up at how tall the buildings are in New York City. I think to me that wouldn't bother me. Maybe I think that if only they're in your path. I think some things that bother me sometimes is when you're on the moving sidewalk in the airport and someone is on the left side stop. You know what I did one time? It was my fault, but it still made me sad. I had just had Calvin and I was holding him at the airport on those walker belts. Right. But you're supposed to be walking, not standing. If you're on the left side, you're supposed to be walking. If you're on the right side, you can be standing. But I think technically I had even like a stroller with me and I think I was just in Probably the way. shouldn't have been there. So again, yeah. this is my fault. I should not have been there, but I was. I just had a baby. Your was, feet are tired. Yeah. Your t- belly's tired. And it was an airport worker, an airplane mm-hmm. worker lady got mad at me. And I was like, I just had a baby. Leave me alone. You um, should have just started crying. It was my fault anyway. <laughs> but still, I was like, sometimes I try and give people at least a little slack because whatever. But yeah. And I think, oh well. well, we'll we'll sum this up when we're all done. We still have a few more. Okay. People who aren't knowledgeable at their own job. <gasps> Story of my life at Ulta. Tell me. Do you know how many times? 
I, I don't even ask anymore. When they say, what can I help you with? I say, never mind. It reminds me of the clip from Parks and Recreation where Ron Swanson goes into Lowe's and they say, what can I help you with today? And he says, I know more than you. And then yeah. just walks off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I know all the brands. I know the products. I watch the videos. I buy the products. And I understand if someone doesn't know all of it, if they're just starting out or they're learning. Like there's been so many times where I've gone into our Ulta here and I'm looking for an eye corrector. And she's like, well, this concealer is great. I'm like, no, it's different. There's a difference between a corrector and a concealer and the consistency and the tone. And I just am like, never mind. I'll order it. I am always appreciative for people. And we are, we both are. We're always appreciative for people who will offer to help. Totally. I think it's the lack of knowledge in their own field that sometimes can seem and feel frustrating. Totally. When I worked at Verizon, it was my job to know every single thing about these phones. I took my training seriously. I knew everything inside about the phones. I knew what software version they had. I knew how many megapixels were on the cameras. I knew if I had a front-facing camera or a rear-facing camera. This is back when sometimes they didn't have front-facing cameras. Can you believe it's been yeah. that long since I worked there? You know, I, that was a huge thing for me is to know all of the details. One, I like I said, I'm always worried about the other side of the coin. I, Ellie's looking at the clock. Don't worry about this. This is we're getting this off our chest, and it feels good. This is therapeutic. When we've gone to car dealerships, that's where I feel like it's been the hardest time for me. Mm-hmm. Is I have looked at this car, and maybe people who work at car dealerships can help me understand better. I have looked at this car. I know the trim level that I want. I know all of the ins and outs about this. Um, it's such a big purchase. Yeah. You would hope that they would know they would just be able as to much know. as you. And, or, or more. And so I would, we would go in and ask these questions and 75% of the time they would not know what, if it came in this color, if this was an option under this trim package, if this was there, or I would say, you know, oh yeah, I like this because this, oh, I don't think it has that. And you're like, no, no, it does. It does. I, you know, I know exactly because I just looked it up on my phone five minutes before we walked in here. So I feel like it's like that kind of stuff. It's like, well, this is your job. You're selling me on this specific thing. It feels important for you to know this. Or if you don't know it, at least offer the time for you to find out. Mm-hmm. Oh, know? I love the, I don't know, but let's look. I Let love that. Out. That yes. doesn't bug me. Yes. But not knowing the answer and then not doing anything about it, I think is a pet peeve. Okay. This was a specific one that I thought was funny, but I think a lot of people can relate to. The duvet cover being larger than the comforter and it leaves empty spots. Are we best friends? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Whoever commented that way. People who are rude to those who are working in the service industry, like waiters, cashiers, yes. etc. That's why it's rude to be on your phone when the cashier... Or just... You know, calling the person not, you know, just being rude to the person in general. And I think that's so hard. I worked at Red Robin. I worked at Verizon. So I've worked retail and restaurant. And I think that should be an absolute requirement to become an adult is to work in those fields. So you can be understanding and generous and kind to those. With all of our pet peeves, we are still very nice to people. And and that's why I keep (laughs) saying this podcast is kind of hard. Um, (laughs) Anyway. Okay. Well, hold on. So, you know, with the waitress and waitress, like everyone should absolutely yes. work that so they understand. Customer There's no service. reason for the, you know, don't shoot the messenger for the things that they have no control over. They're like, you know, that anyway, that that's what. Stepping on water with socks on. That was Ooh, a huge one. Yeah. That's a huge pet peeve. Improper grammar. That's me. I'm so, so, so. Do you want to know what Bonnie said today at your bawling meeting? What? The dishes need washed. I know. And Did I, you catch that? No, I fixed that though. The day we got married, Jared's like, you girls say this wrong. It needs to be washed. And he corrected me and he taught me. And I was like, okay. So ever since then, my mom and Bonnie are bad at that. They're so bad at yeah. that. And do you know, <laughs> it's because the, the husbands or the spouses, mm-hmm do the same thing. And that's why you're better at it is because I'm calling you out. So the, the dishes need washed. No, it's the dishes need to be washed or the dishes need washing. I can't remember exactly what the grammar principle is there. And then also things like mountain versus mountain. That's a Utah thing too. 
and it needs to stop. Or I will think of another pet peeve. I'll leave the toilet paper empty for you. Do you understand me, Ellie? Totally. Okay. Guys, those are our pet peeves. Please, for the strength of youth and all of those, please tell me that we are at least validated in feeling this way. We are good people. And I need to say that. It's like, it's hard talking about so many of these things in a row because it's like, wow, I am a terrible human being. And some of you might think that, but I feel like it's like, oh, these are the, the small things. We yes. know that we are all annoyed as hell about tiny, little, things tiny little things that make a huge impact on our emotional state. Maybe it's been therapeutic talking about this. Maybe you feel validated in hearing us have these issues too, but hopefully we can all look past these things. We can all be kinder towards each other, especially those in the service industry. Me specifically, I need to be nicer to people. <laughs> Guys, that is it. That is our podcast for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys are new, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button so you can be notified exactly when we make a new podcast, which is just about every single week on Wednesdays. That's our goal to have our podcast out. From Ellie and I to you, thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys or listen next time. Bye. Bye.